So anyhow, um, I don't speak Sa. Uh, I speak English. Uh, I don't, hell, I don't speak Latin anymore or Italian all that well anymore until my dad and I get in our wine bottle. In the meantime, here we go, boys and girls. Buckle up and lock and load because another edition of Political QRM is coming up in 7, 6, 5, 4. I just found mm-hmm. out something. You know what we're going to have to do? We're going to have to get quick and um, keep doing these podcasts. We're going to have to keep doing them because the world is going to end in 12 years. Oh. 12 years. Oh, we, wait a minute. Our time is oh. very limited on this earth. Well, it was supposed to be in, in 2012. It's 2019. So, so they were only off by, what, 19 years, 20 years? Oh. Uh, was, if, it, if it ends in 12. What was Al Gore's prediction? When was that? Oh, I, I don't remember when he made the prediction, but we had, New York City was supposed to be underwater to the 87th floor by, like, 1995 or something. Jeez oh, Louise. Uh, and then it was supposed to freeze, and then it was supposed to, you know, uh, uh, the... You know, uh, the, everything from uh, Manhattan to Iowa was going to be a desert. Um, okay. And then it would freeze again, and then it would flood, and, you know, you know, start buying lumber while you can, people. Start building your arcs. Uh, yeah, okay. You know, uh, it's... So, uh, let me tell you something. This chick is a... <laughs> I don't know. It's... There's so many things that she is. She's a present to the GOP. She really is. She cannot keep her mouth shut. Um, oh, she keeps on giving. Oh, man. It's, it is. She is the gift that keeps on giving. Thank you. I forgot the expression. Um, plus the fact that she knows nothing. Plus, also, she is just thriving on her celebrity status. She's not going to do any work at all. She's going to be too busy being on the late-night talk shows. She's probably, um, you know, going to be hanging around yeah. Hollywood a lot. And She um, probably inked, you know, with her, inked a couple of book deals already, a movie deal. A movie deal, yeah. Uh, but the thing is, her thing about seventy per- taxing 70% of the people and billionaires are, you know, shouldn't be allowed to exist... I want to see her financial worth in two years from now. Oh, for sure. I oh, want for to sure. See. Not well. Let me. I want to. One. There's something I have to ask her because I, I'm not, you know, a mathematician by any stretch of the imagination. But like most people, I've paid my taxes all my life. Um. I want to. I, I. I understand a little bit, and I've had it explained to me how this that marginal tax rate is going to work, uh, etc. But I want to know, with the things that she throws around, who exactly signed off on her economics degree? I can't believe it. I, I cannot believe it. 
Um, well, if I were to, though. if I were to, today's today's professors are not teaching about capitalism. They're teaching about socialism and communism economics, and they're also teaching that um, you know capitalism you know, just tears apart the world. And capitalism is the root of all evil. Whereas socialism mm. and communism and fascism, all their economic policies, the ones that should be the utopian, utopian type. You know that as well as I do, Lou. Come on, I mean, everything yeah, I understand. that's what's taught. That's what's taught in the colleges but, right now. All right, so let's carry it one step further. Okay. Actually, let's back it up one step further first. Here she is with this economics degree, right? You know? Uh, because, no, she was not Alex from the block. Uh, she was raised in a very nice little uh, neighborhood. Uh, you know, and so she gets her economics degree, right? And as somebody, if I were to chancellor that school, I'd, I'd, I'd you know, I'd hide. Uh, you know, uh, and then she, she's what? She's doing what? She's working in a cafe. She's a waitress. So, yeah. So she's a waitress. There goes... Don't you think she could have found something else with that economic degree, considering it's New York City? You know, you the would, financial you, you capital would, yep. of the world, for heaven's sake? All right. Now, let's step forward that other step I mentioned in the, in the second place. You know, like I said, if I were the chancellor of that school, and here's what I'm saying. Let's see where all these socialist utopias are, like, you know, Venezuela. Exactly. I think if I were the chancellor of that school, I'd run to Venezuela because it's got to be closer to their beliefs than uh, than right. Wall Street is. That's right. Because exactly. all the places where this socialist utopia is, I saw a thing, 800,000% inflation in Venezuela in 2018. 800,000%. I didn't we even think that was possible. We freaked out a few Who's years. We freaked out a few years ago because it went over 4%. People were going, you know, uh, uh, running down the street with their hair on fire at 4% inflation. 800,000%. <laughs> so let's uh, let's just God. say a bread a loaf of bread cost a buck and 10 cents of it was inflation. Right? 800,000 times. I do, don't do math that fast, but I think that makes that loaf of bread something like 80 grand. Something ridiculous. Don't forget, though, this happened in And Germany. they don't even have any. This happened in Germany, remember? Um, unfortunately, yep. under the, the old uh, pictures, of, huh? yep. Where they the old pictures of the wheelbarrows full of, yes. you know, Deutschmarks. Yep. Yes. Mm -hmm. And look what well, happened, was, unfortunately. Uh, but well, yeah. the thing is that Venezuela already has a socialist there, already has a communist, and you know, this is this is yep. a direct result of. Yep. Uh, communism, uh, you know, and social, social, ugh, excuse me, I'm sorry, folks, I'm sorry. These damn braces of mine, they're causing me a great deal of difficulty today. I'm having trouble speaking correctly, so bear with me. Um, the thing is, is that they took a once vibrant country down to the brink of non-existence. They did. Maduro, and so did the other one who's dead and buried, thank God. Yeah. Um, By Maduro, and, and, and who... <laughs> not good. It, it's... I, I predict there's going to be a revolution there real quick, real soon. Now, I will I will disavow any knowledge of whether or not I've been to Venezuela, all right? Okay. But you can do that. I can, I can tell you this. Uh, you know, let, let's just say I saw pictures in a magazine, all right? Mm -hmm. It was a beautiful, beautiful country. 
It was oil rich. You know, it had some of the most sought after crude on the planet, which meant no matter what the price per barrel was, they were going to get, you know, if, if it ranged between 30 and $40 a barrel, they were going to get the 40 you know, because it it's that good. Um, like there's a, a one spot, there another place where I've never been, uh, where literally you could pump it out of the ground and into a truck. You know, uh, uh, and I mean the, the fuel tank of the truck. I don't mean, you know, the tanker behind it. I mean the fuel tank of the truck, you could pump it right in and start the engine and go. That's how nice this oil is. And a vibrant uh, tourist economy. Uh, you know, all this going for it. And then the communists showed up. Saying everything's going to be all better. All better than what? You were doing great. But then it started. Then it started. You get 500 feet from the palatial presidential estate. And you've got abject slums. And then those started to spread. And the tourists stopped going. And then those slums started to spread some more. And it just got worse and worse and worse until it became uh, the appropriate title would have been a, a phrase the president used to describe it. Yep. You know, it had a hole. And, uh, you know, it's, it, so that's your socialist utopia. And and then they say, oh, no, oh, no, we're not talking about Venezuela. You know, we're not talking about, you know, the red Chinese here. We're not Maoists. We're talking about um, places like Denmark. And... The premier of Denmark, or Graham Puba, whatever they call him, turns around and says, well, what are you talking about? We're not socialist. Yeah, we have full health care for all, but, you know, we pay a 95% tax rate over here. That's right. You know, and our import duties, if you want to buy a, a, a $10,000 car, it costs you $60,000, you know, and then it costs you another 10000 <clears throat> permit to get it here, and the... You know, so, yeah, we've got health care and education, but, <laughs> you know, why do you think everybody in, in, in Denmark and Sweden and places like that, you look at them and say, wow, they got so many millionaires here, but they don't have a million bucks. They're making 10 grand a year. That's true. Yeah. So, you know, that's what they always hold the model up. And it doesn't work. No, it doesn't. And I'll, no, tell, you, I'll tell you two reasons, two reasons it doesn't work. Switzerland and the Cayman Islands. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, my yep. gosh. Yes. You turn around and say to these people that, you know, and one of whom, by the way, would be Nancy Pelosi, and another one who, by the way, would be uh, uh, Maxine Waters. You turn to these people and say, by the way, we're going to hit you up for like a half a million bucks next year on the end of your tax bill. And they're going to make themselves privately owned corporations based in the Cayman Islands or based in Geneva or Zurich. That's right. And they'll pay themselves 25 grand a year. Mm -hmm. And out of that 25 grand, they'll pay it all back out to rent back their home, you know, to rent their car from the corporation. Mm -hmm. And guess what the marginal tax rate on that's going to be, boys and girls? Can you say zero? I know you can. <laughs> I don't. I don't understand. I, I just don't understand the 
what appears to be, you know, we used to talk about way, 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 way back when we used to show these movies and these uh, animations and stuff. The Red Menace coming and marching across the land and with the arrows pointing at different cities in the United States and the jackboots marching down the street. All these things, you know, because the Red Menace is coming. You know what? The Red Menace is coming and it's doing it just like Khrushchev said. That's true. It's doing it just like Alinsky said. We're going to win over the youth, and we're going to take your country without firing a shot. That's true. That's how Hitler did it. That's exactly the way it's happening. However, I have to disagree with you. I don't think it's going to be happening. I really don't. I really think Americans are starting to wake up. I think the, um, excuse me, the the, um, people are fighting back. Oh, yeah. Um, And um, I think it's... It's going to get really, really hot for the Dems, the liberals, the progressives, um, especially after a few things that happened over the past week. You know. Well, I, um, I, I have to, I, I have to stop you. I have to, I have to say to you that I do agree with you. I don't believe it's actually coming. I don't think it's going to happen. But I believe that there's, there's people in every college campus, uh, you know, in all the major cities that are pulling those boots on with intention of fulfilling that promise. But sure. I don't think they'll get down to Main Street America. I really don't. Because at Main Street America, every blade of grass comes right to mind. But I, I, I want to let you go on. I just wanted to stop and say, no, I don't believe it's actually ever going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the uh, reaction of people um, over what happened over the Covington High School um, event. And um, <clears throat> uh, I think people have really had it. It's as if the left can um, attack anybody they want. They can say anything they want. They can, and, and then they say, oh, well, I made a mistake. That's it. All the while calling for Oops, these my people bad. to be thrown out of school, for their lives to be ruined. Insane things like putting them through a chipper, burning their house down, threatening their families. But that's okay. All right? But then, on the other hand, Take a look at how many times these Dems, progressives, leftists, liberals, whatever you want to talk, communists, have said, what about the children? Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's always, oh, it's always, oh, think of the children, think of the children. Uh, you know, uh, it, it's almost uh, uh, one of their rallying cries is, think of the mm-hmm. children, think of the children. Well, here's, here's, I'll give you a glaring example, and I'm not going to say the guy's full name because I don't want to glorify him. Right, but all these, you know, uh, uh, people. This one guy happens to be a rapper, and like three quarters of them, Mac is part of his name. Um, turn around and said, "Well, gee, a school shooting there would be okay." What yeah. the hell happened? I know. You know, every, after every major shooting, with the, the look, I'm not in favor of school shootings by any stretch of the imagination, but. All this thing about confiscating every gun on the planet because somebody shot up a school. Now, all of a sudden, well, the school shooting there would be okay. You know, uh, uh, who? A, a writer for a, 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 a television show that used to be funny years ago. Although I understand she no longer actually writes for the show. Mm-hmm. Turn around and offered sexual gratification for anyone who manages to walk up and punch that kid in the which now, let, let me say something as a former badge, all right? Mm-hmm. Two things just happened. A, she solicited and offered sex, which is prostitution. There's your felony. Yep. 
and assault on a uh, for assault on a minor, which is another felony. So it becomes sure. conspiracy to assault that. a minor. Uh, but aside from the criminal charge that could take place there, what on earth is wrong with you? I, I, look, I, I've been the worst thing I ever did to a teenager in my life that was whether it was right, wrong or indifferent. What they were doing was I threatened to call a cop. Mm-hmm. I didn't punch him in the face. I didn't uh, desire to punch him in the face. I didn't ask somebody to punch him in the face. I certainly didn't offer sexual gratification to somebody to come up and punch him in the face. And I didn't decide I was going to go put him in his school with all his other students and burn the school down. Mm-hmm. Or have a school shooting. What amazing. The... It's amazing. Why? Because you know why I wouldn't do that? Because I think of the children. That's what I do. Yes. And plus, all that's not all of that is not a reasonable reaction. And it's not logical. And it's not um, intelligent. I, I think what they've been saying over the past few days proves that they have no intelligence at all. Um, and I think they what they've been saying for at least two years. Yeah. They can't handle at least the two conflict. years. They've been saying it. What? Yeah. Good. Good. No, they can't. I said they've the been conflict. saying that for more than two years. Yeah. yeah they yeah, can't handle not in control of themselves. Um, because it's all about feelings with them. It's never about right. facts. It's never about reality. It's always widow feelings. Yes. And by the way, this guy Nathan Phillips has been exposed. Um, get, have you seen his DD two fourteen? Um, listen, let me tell you something about people who, let me tell you something about people who steal valor. I don't care if you're a Native American. I don't care if you're African American. I don't care if you're Latino. I don't care if you're white. I don't care if you're green. I don't care if you're purple. I don't care if you came from uh, the ground. If you're in my way and you're stealing valor, guess what, buddy? You're going to pray the cops get to you before I do. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and wait a minute. The whole thing, all these people, whether it was, you know, the one fake news, the other fake news, or holding him up as a Native American elder and Vietnam vet. Mm-hmm. Well, you want to... And he... Go ahead. Want to hear about his <clears throat> service? Go right ahead. Okay. So the guy basically enlisted in 1972, all right? And he stayed in there until 76. He never went to Vietnam. Okay, sorry, let me backtrack. Marines. He went into the Marines. And he started off in Nebraska. All right? Nebraska. Oh my God. Nebraska. Now, he was an expert rifleman for two days. Two days. And then they transferred him over into, um, I don't know, electrician or something, refrigerator electrician because his military education said basic electrician, okay? Decorations and awards, expert rifle badge. He was a rifleman for two days and then they switched him over, okay? Now, um, this man went AWOL twice, all right? He went AWOL twice. He was sent to El Toro, California. That's where he got out, all right? Um, And he was basically discharged, that's it. You know, he wasn't, he didn't retire. By the way, his real name was was um, something different. It was, um, I think, his his real name was something um, Philip Nathan Phillips Darrand or something. 
and um, yeah, he did he, have a um, difference. This guy was basically a mess. He basically said too that he was a okay. Here it is. His yes, Nathaniel Richard Stannard, and then he was adopted, obviously, and he was born Nathaniel Phillips. Don't know. Um, seventy-two to seventy-six. And he was discharged, and he was discharged as a private, Lou. You spend four years yeah, in the you, military, well, you cannot get above a private. You're not trying very hard. Well, not if you went AWOL. No, not if you went AWOL twice. That's right. Um, you know, a couple of things, though, is that, that, that I would have no issue with, but some of my uh, jar-headed buddies would have something to say about is every Marine is always a rifleman. You know, and uh, that's, that's all there is. So they may give you a different job, but every Marine is a rifleman, first and foremost. All right, second of all, uh, you can't go AWOL twice and not stay at a private level. It's just not going to yeah. happen. You're four yeah. years, you're just not going to get any further than that. Um, you know, that that's all, you know, well and good people changing their names and assuming other names and lengthening their names and shortening their names and stuff like that is not atypical of, of people in the United States anymore. It seems like everybody goes by four or five different names. Now, we know a couple of people you don't associate with anymore, but I still do on the social media that have changed their name on Facebook 14 times. To, you know, um, Yeah, but this but was a it's, long time it's, ago, Lou. This was a long time ago. I, I understand. No, I understand. Really and it, no, he, he basically had one name, and then when he was adopted or whatever, he adopted another one. Oh, and, and that's... His business, not mine. My problem is the fact that, you know, whether he said so himself or not, which apparently came out in one interview, he was being held up by the press as this Native American elder slash Vietnam vet. And I said, well, I saw a lot of things on Twitter and on Facebook and stuff like that that I don't have the validity of in front of me. But they were referring to him as what they call an Uncle Tomahawk. And what does that mean? Uh, it, think of Uncle Tom and oh, apply it geez. to a, a Native American. So, you know, uh, uh, another one that, you know, I mean, I don't question his DNA, uh, but maybe he could have a powwow with somebody we know from Massachusetts uh, <laughs> and cover how much, uh, how much they actually want to be referred to as a Native American elder. God, here we go again. Take that DNA test. Take it. Um, oh, the other point I wanted to make about Nebraska was it was the worst Bruce Springsteen album ever put to play. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, let me just say though that this man has been um, causing a lot of trouble anyway. Did you know on the same day that he got up into that kid's face and was, you know, pounding that drum, he was at the um, Basilica of the Immaculate um, Conception in um, D.C., and he tried to disrupt the mass that was going on. Uh, okay. What is wrong with this person? So, you um, know, this kid yeah. stands there, all right, and does nothing, just stands there with a smile on his face, you know, whatever, and all of a sudden, he is the aggressor. Well, Amazing. I, I got to tell you about that kid. I got to tell you about that kid. All right. Because this all started to unfold, you know, what, 15 minutes after we hung up on our last podcast? Uh, you know, 
uh, somebody, you know, they were all going on about him standing there smirking. All right. Yeah. Now, if you have a teenager, 16-year-old mm-hmm. kid in your house, and they don't smirk, Check your basement for pods. That's true. That's true. Yes. Like now, run down there and start looking around. Take a flashlight, you know, uh, uh, and get down there and start looking because <laughs> there's pods down there somewhere. You know. Uh, second of all, I think it was you know the kid was reputed to have been actually kind of being in the way of his advance to get you know because there were black Israelites there. Uh, we'll get into that in a minute. Yeah. Thank uh, you. But, but uh, uh, you know, I think the kid was more a deer in the headlights with that smirk on his face than anything else. I mean, I'm sorry. He's a kid. He's yeah. got this guy and he's, you know, he was a deer in the headlights, period. You know, I mean, look, I've been around kids that age. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know. You were a you kid know, that I know age what I No, I wasn't. Yes, you were. I was not. What, no, you were born 20? No, I sprang fully grown from the forehead. Uh, anyhow, <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh, but the, the, the Here point we go. Is, you know, um, well, no, because when, uh, unfortunately, for the kids today, um, being sixteen then was different. You know, I mean, yes. you know, I, I was, yeah. And on top of that, I did not go to. Uh, Catholic school in Kentucky, uh, you know, I, I, you know, my glorified first grade year of Catholic school was, uh, yeah, glorified, that's a good word for it. Um, you know, so, uh, and I didn't come from, you know, uh, out of town in, in Kentucky. I, you know, I was a city boy. Uh, so things were a little bit different. But anyhow, you, you know, that is this, Did you also yeah, read the statements by Covington High School? Talk about throwing the students under the bus. Mm-hmm. I did. You know, the first one was horrible, and then they um, they released a second statement either with a correction or something like that. You know what it was, Lou? It was that um, Catholic blah blah that tries to make them appear holy and concerned, you know, but raising themselves above ever, above it all. Um, and you know, again, they threw the students under the bus. And um, I swear to God, if that's the way Catholic schools are now. Oh my God, it's disgusting. No, well, let me let me go into that for a moment. I mean, one of the things being a, a city person, um, I know I, I live in the forest now, but you know, one of the things about being a city person, the the impression in my, my mind of a Catholic school and MAGA hats, there's a there's a certain dichotomy there. You know that that just uh, I just have a hard time wrapping my talons around. You know, it, it just you know. You know, especially under you know the uh, the the administration of His Holiness Juan Perón over there in the Vatican, um, you know the whole liberation theology and all that. You know, now, come on, finding you know a Catholic school and having kids wearing MAGA hats to me is it's almost antithetical. Um, that given, uh, you know, allowing them to wear them. I mean, I realize they weren't on school. You know, but, but technically, if they're on a school field trip, you know, with school teachers and school chaperones, they technically are on school time. You know, so they, they, them being walking around in D.C. with that. I understand they were at the Life for March. I get it. But I just don't, I, I have a hard time, you know, 
just I mean I don't know about flyover America so much as far as what that's concerned but you know in the on the eastern seaboard here in anything close to a city seeing a, you know anything but um, you know uh, uh, in the parking lot seeing anything but HRC bumper stickers would have been unusual mm-hmm. um, so there's that uh, you know the fact that they were teenagers the fact that the school came out with this apology you know it, it, you know, before they even had the facts, you know, closing the school down the next day was a good idea because um, I'm, you know, I'm sorry they were getting those threats, you know, but uh, mm-hmm. uh, they did go back to school this morning. So that's a good thing. I, I don't I don't I just don't get it. You know, I mean, all you know, there's the uh, uh, if, if it had been one of the by the way, all of the foul language that was being said was from the black Israelites, yes, which yes, it was it was. Um. And what the hell is a black Israelite? You want to tell um, me? Well, uh, Thirteen tribe. First of all, fourteen tribe. They are they are the thirteenth tribe, uh, or they believe themselves to be the thirteenth tribe. Um, they believe themselves. They're they're somewhere between, uh, you know, highly Selassie and oh. you know. Towards you know the promised land, you know somewhere in there, uh, they've been standing on that same corner on Broadway in New York City for the last what sixty years. Uh, to hear them not using foul language would be a surprise to me. Uh, to hear them not haranguing and bullhorns and soapboxes and stuff, no matter where they are, would be a surprise to me. Uh, you know, it, it just the way they are and they've got their particular view on the fact that they were the 13th tribe which means they are the only valid tribe because of the diaspora of the uh, 12 which kind of doesn't make any sense but they believe it and that's god bless them it's this is america they're allowed to believe whatever they want uh well, you know what gets me so so go, go ahead. ahead well you know what gets me is that um the media and all the Hollywood types heard the comments that the black Israelites were shouting and they were attributing them to the kids. Right. I mean, my God, yep. what is wrong with you people? You know, check your sources. The Catholic kids there, yep, the Catholic kids there at the March for Life, they're the ones who are screaming all that stuff. You know, especially the fact that all these lily white kids are standing there and they're supposedly telling themselves to go back to Europe and uh, uh, stuff like that. No, I don't think so. I don't think that came from them. There's just something logic, logical fallacy in that, you know? So, uh, but, you know, it's, <laughs> I saw an interesting um, take on it. Mm-hmm. And it showed uh, uh, a split screen uh, of the president on the one side and uh, the uh, Liawatha. Uh, on the other side. Elizabeth Warren. Yeah. And um, it said Native American princess, uh, something uh, accosted by white man in a MAGA hat. <laughs> Which I thought was uh, quite humorous. So, it, it, you know, when you add up and divide by, you got three different things. You've got these white kids from Kentucky in a Catholic school with MAGA hats on. You've got the black Hebrew Israelites 
on the other side. And you've got this uh, Native American Vietnam veteran uh, uh, purported, but you know, later obviously decried, uh, coming up on the entire other two. And all of a sudden, it's about the one kid standing there smirking. And the edited clips and all the other stuff. I, I, I'm sorry, but you you can't point me towards a, 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 any mainstream media source. Any. Point, point, point to one. Anyone. And tell me they're not fake news. I'm so They had bad credibility going into the weekend. They're at their lowest credibility level in history before the weekend. And now, you know... Why would you, if I were in charge of the, the FAA, I'd go to every airport in the country and turn off that one station that seems to be ubiquitous. Yeah, I you know, don't know why they have that station on. God, you know, if you want something, put HGTV on, HGTV or DIY, you know, people can learn how to build a house while they're sitting at the airport. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, you know, weather channel, I don't care. Um, no, well, weather um, channel would actually be helpful. <laughs> You know, the media over this past week has completely shot themselves in the foot, not only with the Covington, but with the um, uh, the statement that Trump had told Cohen to lie under oath about the Moscow oh, Tower. Yeah. It's like, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. And Mueller came out and he knew that everything was just so false and the narrative was just going to go on and on and on. So, you know, I, I don't know why I'm suspicious of anything that Mueller does that seems to favor Trump. But, you know, at this point in time, it makes the media look entirely foolish, um, very oh, yeah. um, um, unprofessional and um, like total idiots, which they are. And plus, I... it also makes them look as if, you know, they're the propaganda, propaganda arm of the DNC. And that's what they are. They have they. Everybody knows they're even yes. the even the Democrats know they're their propaganda arm. I mean, that's well, a, that's sure. a, you know, that's you know, you know, it's it's one of those you know Captain Obvious moments. You know, it's a, <laughs> it, it, but look, you know, I, I don't have the numbers in front of me, and I, I because we are on uh, uh, data cap, so I can't run the browser at the same time. But somebody had a graphic up. Uh, was it yesterday? I don't remember if it was IJR. I don't know if it was Western Journal. I don't remember who it was, but, the, you know, uh, Newsmax. I don't remember. Uh, MRC. What? One of them had a graphic up that said that after that uh, that BuzzFeed uh, article was published, mm -hmm. the three major, uh, quote-unquote, fake news outlets uh, had said the word impeachment like something like 7,000 times combined or something. <laughs> impeach, impeached, impeachable, or impeachment. It was, you know, a combination, anything with the word impeach in it. They said, like, you know, this huge, hysterical number. And so I decided to go look, and I, I, I didn't count them. But, yes, you could watch, you know, whichever, whether it was on, you know, social media or YouTube or one of those things. And you could go get clips from the this different uh, networks. And you could say, my goodness, you could, there was not one show in the regular daily cycle that didn't have somebody saying impeach. And this whole thing about hiding behind, if it's true, mm -hmm. is baloney. And anybody with half a brain knows it. Now, mind you, I just qualified it by saying half a brain. So, you know, the, this whole thing, it's a, the, all these quote these uh, uh, speaking on the condition of anonymity, mm -hmm. well, 
anonymous sources have been in the press since there was a press. But you don't base the entire thing on anonymous sources. I, I, I got to tell you, you you see some of what I have out on some of the social media. Uh, and a lot of other people who listen to this do see what I'm like on social media. And I will tell people flat out, even people that you would think you would trust, if I can't vet that statement, I ain't putting it up. Right. Yeah, exactly. And when I see a statement and it takes me to a website and I tell to that website and I and there's a link and I take it and it takes me to another and I take that link and I, it takes me back to the first one. No, it's not going up. Sorry, not going to happen. You know, I don't take circular sourcing. Right. So, you know, on the condition of anonymity, well, you have to have that sometimes. Sometimes, sometimes. that's the way. Look, even le- even the legitimate news gets type thing. Out. Yes. Yeah. You know. Um, for people who are wondering, um, yes, by the way, uh, I am actually quite uh, quite sick. <laughs> so um, I'm being a little bit, my voice may be a little scratchy and I may be a little bit more uh, reserved than ordinary because I am quite sick. I mean, it's, uh, I don't know what it is and I don't care. It'll go away. You know, people say that. It, it's funny, you know, they, they say, oh, yeah, if you get this bug, it'll go away in seven days. Or you can take this uh, expensive prescription product and it'll go away in a week. Uh, so <laughs> anyway, for, for, for the so I said, I'm going to save the 140 bucks, you know, so, uh, you know, but uh, but as a, go back to the actual thing. Look, the, the, the media having zero approaching zero credibility there's polls all over the place and even polls run by the media you know companies are saying oh we we've got a problem here you know you can't keep doing this what gets me is that it took them so long to realize it i mean come on well look at the president yesterday or the day before i'm not entirely sure told sarah sanders to stop holding briefings mm-hmm no, it's you know, not worth yeah, it you're going to go to in front. Let's get these stupid questions. You know, it's uh, you know, just stop having the the briefings. Mm-hmm. You know, if you know, you're going to have to go out and you're going to have to hit the press gaggle and you're going to have to, you know, run the press gauntlet and this and you know, that's what her job is, you know. But stop mm-hmm. holding the briefings. And so she was asked about it, and uh, uh, I read a transcript, and uh, I don't have it in front of me, but it, she said something to the effect of. The president said, you know, stop doing it because you're not in the business of making media stars. You're in the business of disseminating information. That's true. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know who he might be talking about saying make them media stars, but it, we probably have seen his face before. So, you know, that's it. I mean, I know somebody, by the way, and, uh, uh, she was on the White House press corps, and she left. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was. She got, I mean, come on. What's what do you aspire to? You know, the, the White House press corps. That's a that's a feather in the. I don't care who you are. Right. Even if you work for a, a you know, West Two Holer Alabama, you know, uh, which I'm sorry is is definitely a nasty thing to say, but I, I'm going to say it anyhow. Uh, you know, journal. You know, to be appointed to the White House press, because that's a feather in your cap and a half, mm-hmm. you know, but she left. She said, no, I can't do it. I just can't do it anymore. 
So I said, oh, well, sorry to hear that. You know, where are you going to go? What are you going to be? Uh, we're still in touch, but she's not with the Corps anymore. And wow. why? Because of the same stuff. Because it, she said it, it was hard enough being a woman and, and, and things like that. But she said, you just can't you just can't imagine what goes on in that room, though. I'm like, well, I think I can. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, the, the president said, you know, stop doing the briefings. It, it, it was a suggestion. It's not like he said, thou shalt not do briefings anymore. But it was a suggestion that she stopped doing the briefings. How bad is that? And it wasn't because he doesn't want the information out there. Because he said, you're going to have to do the press gaggles. You're going to have to do the gauntlets. You're going to have to, you know, go out in the in the, in the the hallway here and there. And you're going to have to, you know, put the information out. And if there's something comes up, you will definitely have to do a briefing, you know, kind of a thing. But for the most part, stop doing the daily just, you know, I'm out here because I'm the press, you know, uh, person. And uh, stop doing it. It's not worth your trouble. It's not worth, you know, you getting, you know, trashed over it. It's not worth them talking about your, your weight or your clothing or your uh, family line or, you know, or uh, calling you names and you know, misquoting you, you know, uh, abusing, you know, the, the privilege of being there. You know, she, he said it's just not worth that aggravation here and she said well i'll still do what i gotta do it's my job and so uh uh but for the president to turn around and this is this shows us something that we hear time and time and time again and we hear it forwards in some places and backwards in other places but we hear about the fact that this heartless cold callous businessman from new york city is this warm genuine caring person who actually cares about people whether they're in his employ or the people who employ him us mm -hmm. that he's actually all that kind of genuine and warm he actually cares which you know of course one side of the story is that he's genuine and warm and cares and you know worries about you know her <laughs> sanity after having to do that for any length of time and the other side spins it saying oh well you know he's ordering her to not do press briefings anymore because he's you know this cold callous heartless businessman from new york city etc so uh, look at what they did with the guys with the hamburgers what hamburgers what are we talking about we're talking about the the college sports team the football team oh 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 oh, oh. you're talking about clemson when they're at the white house okay yeah, yeah, because of the shutdown, he didn't have a cooking staff, so he ended, he sent somebody out with you know uh, I don't know if he used a presidential credit card or yeah, well, three, handed him a couple of hundred and like said three thousand dollars something like that. Oh, well, he his wrote own a check, whatever it was. Money. Yeah, but his own money. Mm-hmm. His own you know, because people got to stop and think about this for a minute. You know, you get that many college athletes in a room. You think there's going to be any leftovers? Oh gosh, no! And then they, and then somebody turns around and says, "Oh, by by bringing in fast food, it was racist." What? Yeah, well, I, that's what I was asking because I looked at the I looked at the the How? photograph from the photo op, and I saw white guys there, and I saw black guys there, and I saw one at least one Latino there. Wait a minute! Um, wait a minute! How is fast food racist? I don't know. It was a statement left there, unsupported oh or whatever. God, these but people are idiots. It came up. And oh, you know, it, how could you do that? You know, what a what a smear on America, and uh, and then the racist comment, and you know, it's like these are our twenty 
year old ish athletes every single last one of them is over 220 230 240 pounds and even up higher that go through food at an alarming rate whether it's a, a hamburger from the fast food or whether it's a turkey at thanksgiving dinner they're tearing it up these guys live on 5,000 calories at a time that's true you know and uh, well you know it's, it's terrible because it's all fat and salt and that who cares it's not a lifestyle it's a meal with the president of the united states and they tore it all up, and I'm I'm sorry. I thought it was the greatest idea. I, you know something? I think the president has a lot of great ideas, but boy, I thought that one was great. Well, you know the you funny know, thing about all that is that um, while they were busy yelling at Trump and you know calling his his meal, his dinner there, you know, a, you know, an insult, and you know all this other stuff, and oh, he couldn't do any better. There was a report in 2009. Of um, I forget whether it was ABC or NBC. Well, they were following around um, Obama and Biden, who were out on a guys yep. thing, or just you know out. And yep. they stopped at five guys for hamburgers. And oh my gosh, the the press were just you know, uh, oh how wonderfully ordinary, and oh he's just like everybody yep. else. How, and, how, oh how Joe Everyman. Yep. Yes, and. You know, Trump does it, and it's, you know, a fate worse than death, and oh my God, what an insult to these these young people. Heck, I would have chowed down. You're kidding. The fries look good. I mean, I have, well, look, I, I told you before, we were at a, we were at a fast food um, when we were out here uh, for a funeral, mm-hmm. and it was, you know, late at night, you know, it was like 11 o'clock at night, and we were headed back, and the we knew for a fact that the hotel room we had that you know uh, the restaurant part would be closed, and the room service menu was very limited and very expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, so we stopped and got a fast food. That was the first time we had been in a fast food in probably fifteen years. Wow! Right? And before that, and before that, we hadn't been in one. But, uh, honestly, I don't think, uh, with the exception of the one, I don't think uh, since Debbie and I have been together, we've been in a fast food uh, more than that. Well, you know, you know but. What? If I was at the White House and the president put it in front of me, I'm grabbing me whatever the biggest, thickest, greasiest burger <laughs> and the biggest Wait. box of fries. <laughs> you know, every so often I get a craving for two things, and they're from the same um, greasy spoon, McDonald's. I get a craving for one of their vanilla shakes and fries, and I indulge. I mean, you know, it's not part of my, it, it, it's fast food. You know, if I'm running someplace and I need something to eat, I will start, stop there and I'll pick up something. Actually, I won't even pick up a hamburger and I'll pick up one of the little wraps. But every so often, though, I get those cravings for that shake and the big well, fries. Yeah, I know. That's lots of calories, lots to, of fat. I don't care. Yep. You know? That's why it's good, but it's fast. It's, you're exactly right. And let me correct myself because as soon as you said craving, there was one other time we stopped and got a crave case at White Castle because it was the first time we had been. At, I had been at a White Castle in years and years oh, and years. They don't have White Castle in Maine. Oh. So we stopped and grabbed a 30-burger crave case and a big bag of uh, fries. So that's I, so I, well, I was in a fast food morning. Actually, we weren't even inside, uh, or I wasn't because, uh, you know, Debbie went in and got it because if I had – take the time to get the chair go inside and we were taking it to go anyway so why did mm-hmm. it go through it so, right. but uh but yes we had had other fast food in the last 20 years so uh so before somebody calls up and or you know sends me a message saying hey 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 you lying son of a you know you were in white castle 
you know, I two years you. ago. Oh, that's right. I forgot. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I just, there's, you know, there's that. And, uh, uh, there was some, and I didn't know about this. Another uh, columnist, another pundit, uh, put this forward that they had also been invited after that burger incident. They had been invited to some, one of these, um, Nouveau cuisine places where for, you know, the dessert for 50 bucks is, you know, a, a raspberry dipped in liquid helium, you know, <laughs> and, uh, and oh he said, God. you know, yes, I've you know, the yes, kind of yes, place yes. you go to, yeah, the kind of place you go to and then go to McDonald's afterwards to eat because you're hungry. So <laughs> I, I thought that was amusing, but, uh, uh, yeah, no, it's, it, it, it's, it's, you can't, you can't keep this up, media. I'm sorry. I, I don't consider myself uh, honestly. I I am such a uh, a peon. I don't consider myself media. I'm a. Uh, I now have a new label. I'm a uh, storyteller, evidently on one of the social media things that has now started to ascribe uh, things to people because I do tend to put uh, not only the links to my uh, really. Uh, my column, but I put the links to, of course, the podcasts uh, oh, and your columns. When you put one out, I put them up there, and and it, because they go over a hundred words, uh-huh. that becomes a storytelling. So, well, it, it's look. I don't care if they call me a storyteller. I don't care if they call me a pundit. And the one thing I will admit to is being a, a gadfly, and I'm very good at it. Um, <laughs> but but other than that, I'm a, I'm a storyteller. But it, look. I don't consider myself, excuse me, anything more than a storyteller. I am not a media personality. I am not a, 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 a pundit, a legit, a talking head. Um, I am not any of those things. That's just a peon, you know, who likes to talk, you know. Uh, but I, so I'm not going to link myself to all of the fallout on the media right now. I just. I would distance myself. If I was in the media, I would distance myself from them, and I'm not, so I don't have to sweat it. But you can't keep doing this, people. You just can't keep doing it. The American, 63 million American people said, don't do this anymore. Exactly. And the the minute we said, don't do this anymore, you started doing it more. Yeah, they ramped up their efforts. The, The propaganda wing of the DNC has ramped up their efforts. That's it. That's all they are. Um, and anybody else who goes against them must be destroyed. And that's what they're trying to do. Um, they're trying to destroy the kids in Covington. Um, they, <clears throat> excuse me, you, they have, um, they're trying to destroy people who are in the Trump administration, Trump himself. Did you hear John Kerry came out and said, you know what, this man is, is tearing everything apart. There's only one thing he should do, and that's resign. And it's like, Heck no. Really, John Kerry? The man who couldn't make money on mm-hmm. his own and had to uh, marry other women to get it? Marry into it. Um, you know, uh, let's see. What well, was that your it, service in Vietnam that you keep, you know, ballyhooing about? about? Um, you know, so just shut up, John Kerry. Seriously, shut no, up. The, the, part that, the part that really knocked me over with the, the proverbial feather, first of all, point I want to get back to. Uh, is the fact that the only the only coverage the March for Life got was that kid from Covington High School. That's true. Um, 
but look at all the media on the women's march. Okay, so oh, yeah, that's one thing. The women's march, they covered that from first step to last step. Oh my gosh. The, Even. The, it, and the other thing was, um, you know, any way that these women showed hatred of those who voted for Trump or Trump or any of his policies, that was, you know, plastered all over the screen. But, yep. you know. The, the other thing that the, got the me, part that knocked me over the feather was huh? was um, Mittens, Mitt Romney came out on the president's side. I almost fell down. I know, but that's not going to happen for long. Believe me, he will he will double back and say, oh, gee, I didn't know he was oh, going to yeah. do this or I didn't know he was going to do that. He's going to disavow any oh, yeah. you know, knowledge of anything. But that's another thing. Um, the fact that the uh, shutdown goes on and um, the president keeps making more and more offers and the Democrats, hold on, hold on, hold on. The, you know, hold Pelosi, on. Just give me a, give Schumer, me, they keep coming out and saying, a, no. Um, now, <clears throat> I think now we've that was the, the fourth. Where it's this weekend was the fourth one. Yes. This was the fourth offer. Yeah. And the last, the, the third offer, when he walked in to present the third offer, uh-huh. Nancy Pelosi just flat out said no. I mean, just flat out said no. It's not even like she argued the point. She just said no. So the president said, well, I guess this meeting isn't going anywhere. And then, now the fourth offer comes out, and Schumer's standing there behind a podium saying, this is not the art of the deal. You know, this is not the way you negotiate. Wait a minute. Yes, it is. The president has, the president has been sitting behind the Resolute desk with the exception of a trip to see the troops and one other trip, you know, for a day since well before Christmas. Mm-hmm. Who's off to Puerto Rico? Who's off to Hawaii? Who's off to Iowa? Who's off to New Hampshire? And he's sitting there behind a resolute desk. I know. So you're right. That is the way you negotiate. See, the problem is um, they have supported everything that Trump has offered in the past. And, over and um, over. the reason that they keep turning it down is because Trump offered it. Yep. Um, that's the only reason. That's the only reason. And that- another thing that really bothers me is the fact that um, – they keep saying, open the government, then we'll talk. Open the government, then we'll talk. And, folks, we went through this in 1986. Ronald Reagan. All right. Give yep. these three million illegal immigrants um, citizenship, and then we'll talk about border security. He did it, and they said, uh, what are you talking about? We never said that. You're wrong. Mm-hmm. But Trump. You know, back in the days of when it had to be. Videotape, yeah. but Trump uh, knows. Trump knows, and and if anybody just keeps screaming now, I'll tell you, Ann Coulter kind of ticked me off a bit last week when she was just coming oh, down hard on him and saying you were voted in to you know, build the wall, build the wall. And I hate to tell you, but this man is the consummate not only negotiator, he is a tactician that you would not believe. Um, mm-hmm. Everything, and, and I wrote a column. It's on the um, it's on the site. Go read it if you have a mind to. Um, the man knows what he's doing, and by putting out all these offers and having them re- been refused, he's making the Democrats look even worse. We cannot do it their look, way because that's their idea are, of negotiation. That's their idea of compromise. Do it our way. No, there you are have to there give are none so blind. Huh. 
there are none so blind as those who will not see. That's and true. if anybody in this country right now, I mean, you know, come on, there's going to be a few. Uh, if anybody still believes that this is about anything other than Donald J. Trump, they're blind. I mean, blind as a bat. Mm-hmm. Exactly. They're absolutely, positively, eyes gouged out blind. That's right. You know, because this is nothing but anti-Trump, period. That's it. Like you said, they've, they, they, and they did it under Ronald Reagan. And, and the other thing, some of these politicians were talking about back when it was under Ronald Reagan are still there. They're the ones doing it to Trump. That's right. That's not and you know how I feel about term limits. But oh, gosh, yes. when you get people when you get people that turn around and, you know, Mitt Romney is on his side and you get people that turn around and say, you know, when you get Whoopi Goldberg to tell you, girl, sit down, you're not there yet. You know, <laughs> you <laughs> You know, going back to our first part of the conversation about, you know, AOC, uh, when you see stuff like this happening, you know, uh, uh, and we see the uh, Islamification of Congress. Right. Uh, you start seeing all this. And, 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 you know, even Perez turns Tom Perez turns around and tells this woman from Michigan, um, you might want to relax a little bit there, girl, you know. Uh, when you start seeing it, I, I, Debbie and I were talking this morning. We were watching something on the uh, the various clips because I get most of the news networks. I just don't get them in, in their entirety. I watch clips, and I said the best thing in the world is a is a Democrat. I said they're like a cat, and she said, "What do you mean?" I said the best time of your life watching them is when they're chasing their own tail, And they do it incessantly. We've had this cat now since, what, July? It never stops. It still chases its tail. I don't think it'll ever stop. <laughs> it's true. They like to do and, that. And speaking of when I see yours, but, uh, uh, you know, it, it, when you catch you, when you start seeing them chase their tail, you've got to be absolutely, like I said, eyes gouged out blind. Yes. You know, eyes gouged out and the lid sewn shut blind. Mm-hmm. You know, it, this is nothing but anti... And they said... They said very early on, what was the what was the catchphrase? Obstruct, resist, oppose. That's true. That's all they wanted to do. Yes. And it's turning so, on them. You know, it really is turning on yeah. them, Lou. Of course it is. Of course it is. When they cancel the women's march in LA because it's quote unquote too white. Too white. Oh my God. Well maybe it's because and, women of color um have decided they don't want to be um, tied in with such a hate, hate, excuse me, hateful group as the Women's March has become. It's full of hate. Maybe they have more sense than the damn white women out there. And, and, and you know, well, they're not women. The Women's you know, March was we not were, about women. It was about females. No. That's all they are. They're females. I, we were sitting and we were watching a clip and it had nothing to do with the last few days. We were watching this clip of a uh, of, of a town hall for somebody that went south because of uh, the protesters for for Black Lives Matter. The problem was the only two black people in the room. One was a cop, and one was on whatever town council it was. That was it. They were the only two black people in the room. Uh, I, am I? Second guessing something here? Am I missing something? Was something glaringly obvious to everybody else on the planet 
but I missed it. You know, uh, uh, somebody else pointed out that uh, only a, a handful of players protested this year and nobody even talks about Kaepernick anymore. You know, um, <clears throat> you know, it's 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 just look. Pay, pay, oh, I know why. Because South Carolina legalized or North Carolina, I'm sorry, legalized running through protesters if they're in your way. Huh? Yeah, in, uh. in North Carolina now, if oh. you go and a street is blocked by protesters and you right. have a reason that you have to get through, like going yeah, to like work, like an ambulance, you know, if you're on your way. Yeah. You're on your way to Shoprite. You know, you sit there and you wait until the co- you know cops disperse them. But if you're in you know an emergency or something, it's mm-hmm. perfectly legal to drive through them. Or if you feel threatened, if you feel threatened, it's perfectly legal to drive through them. Yeah, well, I thought that was. I thought it was always that. On your car, yeah. I thought it was always that way, but apparently now there's a law for it. Well, you... I lost the train of thought here. Where the heck were we? <laughs> oh, uh, I don't know. Oh, the women's march with uh, oh, the, the women's with march, the, uh, right. the the politicians and uh, the the famous Hamas leader uh, woman that stands there and uh, with uh, Louis Farrakhan, you know, those people. Well, I don't consider those women women anyway. They're just females. That's all they are. They hate men. They um, hate people. They're very hate. They hate. They're just hateful. These are people who have some well, they sure as hell hate America. Problems. They do. They have serious mental problems. If they seem to think that their whole life revolves around their gender, and that's all it does. Everything that they do in their life has to be because they're a woman. Not because they're a person, a multifaceted person with many likes, dislikes, hobbies, and, you know, different aspects Jobs. of their lives, you know, that they delve into now and again. No, it's because they're women. And I do not well, ever want to be associated with them. Um, well, they they, just they hate everybody. They hate everything. They you know they really don't uh, uh, look. It go, let's go. Let's go to the uh, unless you got more. I, I was going to go to the next subject. The next and it ties right in. Obviously, it's unusual for me to tie one into the next one, but here we go. Um, look at this Gillette ad. <laughs> oh. Man. Toxic no, masculinity. I've seen this. I've seen this said, but I said it right away after having seen the commercial. All right. Because mm-hmm. I, I heard about it and I went and I looked. It's like, okay, Gillette, right? You make a razor, you charge a dollar. You make it pink, you charge two dollars. You disenfranchise the ones that pay a dollar and get a million more to pay the two dollars. What a marketing strategy. Genius. <laughs> Well, well, the thing that was going on also is that Gillette, you know, obviously, um, Robert Kraft, Gillette, Gillette Stadium, New England Patriots. I mean, come on. They own a team which, you know, is part of that culture that exudes masculinity, and they put this ad out. I, you know, you know idiots. What? Idiots. I, I keep thinking but, about I keep thinking about toxic masculinity, and I realize how toxic I was to our enemies. Oh, what a shame! Let me tell you something. If I'm ever in trouble, I'm only five foot two, folks. Um, I want 
somebody who has that oozing toxic masculinity to come and save me. I will, yes, be yep. very grateful for it. Because you know darn well you get these tiny little skinny guys and their tiny skinny jeans and their man buns and their, you know, lack of muscle and any testosterone. You know darn well they're going to be running the other way. Yeah. It's like I say about those guys. If you have a beard and you can't change a tire, shave. Uh, you know, because like, <laughs> you know, I used to. I, I'm famous for saying, you know, there's a word for people who can't grow a beard, women. Uh, exactly. you know, so, well, wait a minute. <laughs> so wait a minute. I don't know what that says about. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I know where you're gonna go with that. What <laughs> are we talking about, Paul Ryan? Uh, <clears throat> well, I'm, I, I'm know, gonna whip out. Yeah. Well, hell, no, but I'm you gonna, know, you know how many Italian women can grow beards for heaven's sake. Yes. <laughs> I know. I grew up with a million of them. I like <laughs> that was the biggest. That was one of my biggest problems in high school dating was their mustaches were better than mine. So. <laughs> but well, it's true. So you know, it's not like I'm lying, and anybody from you know. The Newark area will say, "Oh, you know what? Yeah, that's true." Hey, damn, uh, he's right. <laughs> you know, it's a look. I'm going to whip out my inner DJ. You know, like, hey, I remember back in the day when I used to still spin records. Uh, <laughs> back in the '80s, uh, uh, maybe it was late '70s. I don't remember the year. Uh, uh, a woman named Bonnie Tyler, uh-huh. uh, who hit who hit the top of the charts with uh, uh, "It's a Heartache", heartache. and. Um, uh, Yep, and uh, Total Eclipse at Heart. Exactly, yes. And she did another song that most people don't remember she did because it didn't chart. Um, but they hear it and they know it and they don't remember who did it. And Oh, my God, it's fabulous. She did a song. It was actually the lead-in for a television show way back when called Holding Out for a Hero. Oh, yes, yes. Yep, where is that? white knight upon his fiery steed you know where is my hercules mm-hmm. she didn't she didn't want pajama boy with a man bun she wanted no, something exactly to come to exactly yeah. i'm holding out for a hero yes oh so that's that's you know as far like i said as far as toxic masculinity is concerned nobody complained about the toxicity of the men who hit the beach at d-day that's right you know uh Nobody commit. Nobody complained about the toxicity to the men who raised the flag on Iwo Jima. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody. You know, worried about the toxicity of the. Well, you know, I guess they did eventually. Worried about the guys who piloted the Enola Gay. Um, yeah. You know, nobody. Uh, uh, nobody complained about the toxicity of the men who you know sing the halls of Montezuma and the shores of Tripoli, which, of course, refers to when Jefferson sent them over to kick the. Right. You know, Khalif's uh, uh, butt. Um, <clears throat> we weren't complaining about their toxicity then. No. Nope. And I'm sure as heck not complaining about the people standing there next to that rock when he said, don't shoot till you see the, if they, if they mean to have a war, let it start here. Yes. Nobody complained about the toxicity of the founding of the United States of America and they didn't do it. So you could sit there and complain about toxic masculinity when you go to buy a doggone razor. Well, you I, I don't really know. Down. Uh, well, they, they but they did with Nike too for the Kaepernick ad, but then they shot back up. But you know, it, well, you know what? Even if their sales have gone down, they've still got all the other stuff to depend on. Exactly. I, I, I'm, I'm, I don't use razors. It's obvious, you know. 
so I have really, I, I use that thing about a dollar or two dollars. I really have no idea what a five pack of um, Gillette disposable razors costs, but I know the ones Debbie buys are pretty doggone expensive. And, you know, I'm sure you've heard of the pink tax. You know, anything that is available for men and available for women, you change the bottle and you charge twice the price. That's true. That is true. And it's like I always used to say, it's like I always used to say about the, the big thing was when you'd buy something and it was called tactical. And it's like, yeah, buy the one that's not black and it'll be half the price. Uh, Good point. Know, Good point. That's the, uh, but it's the same thing. But women's dry cleaning is more expensive. Women's clothing is more expensive. Mm-hmm. Women's body wash is more expensive. Women's razors are more expensive. It's called a pink tax. Yeah. And, you know, it. It. If you want to capitalize on that tax, that's great. What do you do? Mm-hmm. You push the part of the product that isn't making you as much money, and you go. So, it's a genius marketing strategy. It'll bounce back up. As soon as as soon as the people who care about it, the radical feminists who don't seem to be using a lot of razors anyway, decide they're going to shave. Shit. How disgusting. <laughs> I saw yeah. a picture of Sophia Loren. Um, oh. Picture of Sophia Loren, one, like, arguably one of the most beautiful women on the planet, bar none. Right? Yes. And it was a picture of her, and I don't remember who was in the picture of Frank and uh, 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 Jim, uh, Sammy and... Uh, People like that were there, and uh, and she was waving at someone, and she had hair on her arm. I know. <sighs> Sorry. You know, but it, it just the way they are there. Mm-hmm. You know, I get it, but that's not the same thing as now. You know, it's just just not the same thing. No. Uh, I, I just it, it, why is it that the the whole thing is all about? hair you know these guys growing beards that can't change a tire and these women walking around with you know leg hair to you know and, and, and armpit hair and and the hair they should naturally have up on their head is pink or orange <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it I don't, look i don't care what color you dye your hair you know i've seen people walking around 80 years old with you know plum streaks in their hair I don't. It, it sometimes it even actually looks good. Who did it I does. see yesterday? Contrasted with the Somebody. gray. Oh, you know who else I want to talk about? It's going to tie in again. Get this stuff. I'm going to actually tie in a couple of different ways today. Who is singing the national anthem at the Super Bowl? Gladys, Gladys Knight. Knight. Right. Yes, indeed, it's correct. Okay. Um, who looks what's pretty wrong dog- with that? doggone good. You know, not a doggone thing, and that's the point I'm making. There's nothing wrong with it. And as she released a statement saying, I am hoping not to divide but unify. Well, yeah, because she said that if they want to protest, don't take the national anthem um, as part of the protest. And I agree with her. Because the do it on your the own point time. Of having a national, yeah, the point of having a national anthem is to unify. Exactly. It's like, like, you know, the military, they wear uniforms. Why? So there's, there are all this, it's a unification thing. That's, you know, those kids at the Catholic school, they wear the same tie, all of them. They wear the mm-hmm. same white shirt, all of them. It's mm-hmm. to unify. It's not meant to divide. That's true. 
And the, the national anthem is intended to unify. It's just something we all know, we all sing, we all do. Well, you know, I guess not everybody does. Um, it, it's one of those things. It's intended to unify. And I think uh, Ms. Knight, at, uh, however old she is, God, she's got to be 75 years old anyway. Exactly. Sure. Maybe a little older than that. Uh, you, know, uh, you know, like I said, arguably one of the most beautiful women on the planet. And, uh, you know, uh, at her age, you know, mm-hmm. it's... You can't, and I mean inside and out. Right. You know, and, and, a, and a heck of a musician, you know, a heck of a singer. So, you know, when they talk about the, I, of course, at halftime, I understand because I just, I just learned this because, you know, I don't really care about football. Maroon 5 is going to be at the um, exactly. halftime show, in which case, uh, I'm sorry, they suck. Um, yeah. You know, anything, well. any of those bands, you know, where, yeah. where they, they sound more uh-huh. like they're whining than anything else, you know, then, you know, uh-huh. that all sucks. Speaking about the Super Bowl, <clears throat> do you know the teams in the Super Bowl? Well, one of them. Um, actually, ob- obviously, ob- actually, obviously, because of all the people I still have in Maine, um, you know, and Mass, and of course in New Hampshire, uh, obviously I realized that one of them uh, uh, is um, the, the New England Patriots, which, Yay! as you mentioned, is on uh, Gillette. Which, as you mentioned, is owned by Gillette. Um, you know. <laughs> so, uh, but do I know who the other team is? No, I don't. I have, it's the, you know, it's I, the uh, no, I don't. LA Rams. The LA Rams. Um, and I have to say, I, I agree with all the Saints fans because I watched that game. They were robbed. They were robbed. That was one of the most horrendous call, well, lack of calls that I have ever seen in my life. Um, it, it was it was horrible. It was horrible. I cannot believe that they I, actually, actually, th- there was a ref standing right there, and he saw that hand go up and grab the face mask. Please, please, and he they ignored it. So yes, I think the Saints were robbed. Sorry, nothing you can do about it, but they were robbed. Right, However, uh, yes, I, I, the I don't, Pats I, are going believe, to the Super Bowl be- third time in yep. a row. We won the first one. Unfortunately, we lost. Lost the second game. Hopefully, we will be victorious this time, and I will. Be, and nobody bother me on February third. Thank you. My uh-huh. whole day is going well, to be said, um, about the Super Bowl. Okay. I, I did hear about that that play with that foul or whatever it's called, and I I did hear about that, um, and I only heard about it because I had no idea what the game was or what it was about, and. Uh, I guess the one guy was in line to make a home run, and the guy grabbed home him by run? the face or something. Oh, God. They, go, go, well, sit anyway, uh, go sit on the sidelines. Go sit on the sidelines, Lou. <laughs> so whatever it is. I, the only reason I, I everybody knows that I do adore the city of New Orleans, and um, and I found out that that is the team from New Orleans. So I, there I, I feel bad because, you know, I it's one of the places I do like is New Orleans, and I, I would have liked to seen uh, – if there had to be anybody playing against that godforsaken bunch of guys in Massachusetts, um, hey. it would have had to been New Orleans because, you know, hey. Hey, what are you going to do? Uh, what? Hey. Listen, we have the GOAT. The greatest <laughs> of all time, Tom Brady. The man is 40 years old, does not look a day over 25, and plays like it. And... I'll be honest, I was so surprised when they beat the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, it went into overtime, 
But boy, what a game. I mean, they came out there, well, like a well-oiled machine after, uh, in overtime. They, oh, it was amazing. And they, it, oh, I, you know, mm. I'm sorry. I could, you I'm, could line up. You I'm could line st- up every, oh, every quarterback. That. So we'll see what happens. You, you could line up every quarterback from every team and, and, and have them throw a football at me from 100 yards, and I wouldn't know which one hit me and which one didn't. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I just don't. All know, right. But, hey, you know, look, God bless the the, the, the toxic masculinity from uh, Gillette in, uh, yes. in New England. Yes. Uh, you know, in, in, on February 3rd, and uh, – uh, you know, we'll see what happens. I, I, again, you know, I'm, I'm shooting from, you know, uh, uh, I'm shooting with half powder here because, you know, I really don't know what the hell I'm talking about when it comes to that stuff. So we defer to you on that one. Um, well, you have to. <laughs> yeah, of course I, I do. Football. I have to. That's my you know, problem. I, I love football. Well, I, my, my, my one buddy up there who's still in Maine, uh, you know, uh, goes to games. I mean, when he talks about what it costs. It's oh. staggering. Oh, yeah, it is staggering. It's staggering. Yeah. Uh, and the other, I got online the other day, and I went to uh, uh, one of uh, my buddies still up in Maine, um, NRA instructor actually. Uh, so we how we met, mm-hmm. and um, he got on, and he is such a fan of the Patriots that I had to scroll through. I, I mean. It, I, I'm not. When I get up in the morning and I sit at my desk, I open up Facebook and there's a notification thing up there in the corner, and you click it and you see who you know liked your stuff, who disliked your stuff, <clears throat> who you annoyed with your stuff, who answered your stuff, this kind of thing. And you go and you, I usually have anywhere between 100 and 150, sometimes more, uh, notifications. You know, mm-hmm. I'm here from 11 o'clock in the morning to. 10 o'clock at night and I go to bed and I come out of here 13 hours later and I've got, I, I don't know why, but that's how it is. Um, I had to scroll through 300 memes, graphics, images, la da and la da By the time I got to the first one that had anything to do with me because everything was Patriots, 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 Patriots. And all from one guy. <laughs> of course. I mean, look, I I used to uh, I used to listen to the Yankee games. I've been to the Yankee Stadium a couple of times. I you know I like mm-hmm. baseball. You know, I'm I'm certainly not um, you know this committed fan that goes to all the games and this and anything. And when they win the World Series, I like teasing people about it. You know, but because they can tend to do that quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but uh, hey, you know, it, I don't. Well, I guess I went to the first Yankee game I ever went to. I got the tickets at the USO in New York City. That was, oh, boy, that was that it. Was a while ago. You know, yeah, they gave us. Uh, I had a couple of guys because I was native to the area, and a couple of guys from all over the country, and they were, we were getting shipped out. Mm-hmm. And you know, they said, "Hey, we'll come up a couple of days early, and you can show us New York City." Yeah, sure. And we went to the USO because it was right there, right. and they handed us all tickets to Yankee game. And I was like, "Oh, well, that's nice." So we jumped on the subway and went up to Yankee Stadium and. Watch the Yankee game, and I had a nice time, you know. Uh, but uh, anyhow, you know, uh, but I'm not this fanatical fan. Do you, know, you know, the only thing I consider myself a fanatical fan of is the Constitution of the United States of America. Okay, That's pretty yeah. much it. Mm-hmm. After that, everything else is, is that why does a guy in a helmet carrying a ball 
makes 75 or 100 times more than a guy in a helmet carrying a rifle. I agree with you on that. No, come on. You know I always agree with that, Grant. <clears throat> what makes this? I'm, I'm serious. My, my one no, buddy I up there, he talks about what I agree with you. It's, 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 it's insane. It really is insane. It's, yeah. yeah you, why does it cost so much? Why does it cost so much? <clears throat> by the time you tailgate, by the time you get the tickets, by the time you're sitting, by, you buy a jersey for the, you know, you take a couple of kids, you buy a jersey or, you know, you uh, mm-hmm. you get a couple of beers, you get a couple right. of hot dogs, this, any other, to- tolls and gas. And why is it? I got to ask only because I don't know. why. Then it doesn't just apply to the NFL. I it applies know. to, you know, baseball. Know. I, you know, the only, I think the only yeah. one it doesn't apply to is hockey because who cares? Um, you know, but I, I, and then you hear about these guys making millions of Millions of dollars. What? <laughs> you just yeah, got that. I know. <laughs> Why? I, know. I don't know. I mean, it's a, it's amusing. It's know. a game. It's a game. It's nice. It's watch the game. You know. You know what? I, here's right. another thing I it's don't get. People you know, pay. What I don't it's get. Entertainment. It's entertainment. Yeah, it's entertainment. I get it. But okay. Why, here's we'll another thing. We have to wrap thing. this up, Lou. Why do people? I know, but why do people watch golf? Oh, I love watching golf. I do. I do. I Dude, love it's it. It's got to be the only thing on the planet more boring than playing golf, which I'm sorry. I don't. I like one of the reasons it. I don't, I don't like know. sports it's is. It's relaxing in a way reason, for me. Watch a golf game. The reason I don't it's watch. It's kind of relaxing. Yeah, I, I don't watch sports for the same reason I don't watch porn. I don't like watching somebody do something I should be doing. <laughs> uh, I don't watch porn. No. <laughs> but uh, watching. I'm sorry. Golf. I'm do it. <laughs> my brother is into it. I'm not into it. I can't. I've tried it a couple of times. You know what? Pitch and putt, you know, mini golf, Golf's, I'm all right with that. But. I don't know. Some people like it. It's relaxing but, for some. Then, yeah. Yeah. That, I don't know. You, you, not when you see them. I think the only reason it's like uh, the old joke. I went to uh, uh, I went to the fights the other night and a hockey game broke out. Exactly. You know, uh, you, know exactly. you watch these guys. You watch these guys. Oh, it's relaxing. Oh, it's pastime. Oh, it's this, that, and the other. And you watch them. They get to the end of the hole and they're, they're throwing their clubs around and they're punching their cat. And it's like, oh, I get it now. <laughs> you know, it is more exciting than paint drying or grass <laughs> growing. You know, it's okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, well, we I, I'm only going up. on like this. Yes, the only reason I'm going on like this is because I am feeling absolute umusrab. Um, you know, and uh, uh, and I don't have a joke ready because I said that's to okay. you yesterday, I said I sent you an email say we got to get one out, and we did, and that's fine. Uh, we're going to scare the hell out of everybody listening. So, oh, my God, another one? What's this? Uh, <laughs> you know, <coughs> this can't Don't be right. It must be that blood wolf moon thing or something. You know, so, uh, yeah, so I don't, have a, I don't have a joke ready because I didn't take the time since That's I wrote okay. that email last night. I, I, I pretty much went to bed and stayed there until, you know, I got you. up and you rang the phone. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave the joke out. I just went on my tirade about sports. You know, that's fine. One of these days we'll get back into my we'll get back into my theory of um, the improved version of football. But for for now we're just gonna let okay. it go. So give us a wrap. All right, all right. Listen, give folks, us a wrap. It's very nice for you. <laughs> what? It was nice of you all to listen to this latest edition of Political QRM, and hopefully we'll be back soon. Well, I asked you to give us a rap. That means, you know, it, it's very nice of you to listen. You should be listening to a show that you shouldn't be missing. And, you know, you should, you know, something like that. I can't you know, do but, that. Uh, because, Lou, I, no, think neither, feeling, Lou neither I think I'm feeling worse than you are at this point in time, okay? 
right. That's why I... So there's only one thing left to say, Americans. May God bless the United States of America. Samson, speak. Good boy.